is in the know for Wednesday, March 31, the 90th day of 2021. There are 275 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will give you some April Fool's pranks ideas. Uh, use them responsibly. The final four is set, and we will play you pick trivia. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in. The no. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, welcome back to winter. You thought it was uh, going to be nice for, uh, well, it was nice for a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, are you, do you have all your Easter shopping taken care of? Have you um, bought everything for Easter that you're going to buy? For the most part, yeah. I mean, there's a couple items that I've had a hard time finding, but yeah, I'm good. People plan to spend an average of $180 this Easter, which is a highest figure on record. A total of 79% of Americans will celebrate the holiday and spend a collective $21.6 billion in celebration of Easter. That's a, a wow. very uh, impressive number, I guess. You know, people got those uh, Biden checks, and they, uh, they buy me some Easter eggs. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey, how's Misty? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Are are your Easter plans set? Do you know mm-hmm. how you're how you're celebrating? I do. Uh, 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 are you going to have a holiday meal? Yes, my mother cooks. Fifty-nine percent of uh, people will cook or participate in a holiday meal. Visiting with family and friends. Are you doing that? Forty-three mm-hmm. percent. Will you watch some television at some point during the day? Got to watch the Ten Commandments. <laughs> that part of, that's part of my that. Easter yeah, uh, ritual. It is. I have the movies, so I'll choose when I get to watch uh, it. 43%. I assume it's going to be on Saturday evening, probably, probably. on ABC. Yeah. Uh, planning an Easter egg hunt, 31%. Or attending church, uh, 28%. Uh, that 28% is a little bit... Uh, yeah, little, seems low to me. Seems a little bit low for... Yeah. Uh, for Easter, but not everyone is ready to resume in-person activities. 22% indicating they will attend church virtually, and 24% saying they will connect with their loved one by phone or by video. Hmm. That's how many people are preparing for Resurrection Sunday coming up at the um, beginning of next week, because it's the first day of the week. Cloudy, colder today, sub-freezing temperatures overnight tonight. There's a freeze warning in effect for tomorrow morning, a freeze watch in effect for Friday morning. The Easter weekend is expected to be dry and warmer. Easter weekend looks more pleasant with highs in the 60s and 70s and sunny skies. So I think Saturday is going to certainly be better than Friday. And Sunday will be better than Saturday, so better as it goes. Scattered showers, uh, rain chance of 40% for today, high of 54 Partly cloudy, 32 tonight, partly sunny tomorrow, and a high of 46. I guess if we can get a nice Easter weekend, I will pay the freight on the next couple of days. Uh, But if you have any vegetation that's out, 
I've deliberately not moved some things around that I said I was going to earlier in the week when I saw the forecast. I said, well, I'm not going to. Not going to do that just yet, but maybe that'll be a good uh, Saturday project for uh, you know the holiday weekend. If you have traveled the Western Kentucky Parkway over the last uh, few days, last couple of weeks, uh, in the area between Litchfield and Clarkson, or even the area just uh, west of Caneyville down around Butler County, you might have noticed that there is a project underway for road rehabilitation. They typically will not do official uh, project launches until April 1st because April 1st is uh, when the end of the weather, the winter weather season is officially over. And it's not that we have never had snow in April, but it's just uh, extremely unlikely that we will. So they kind of delay the official start of projects, but they got a jump start on mile marker 107 to 111 that was awarded to Scotty's. A $3.25 billion contract that will require reducing the parkway to one lane in each direction between the 106 and 111. Uh, Lane closure configurations will be based on the phasing of work. So they're being done in four phases. Phase one is the inside lane closed for pavement rehab and roadside corrections. Phase two is outside lane closed for pavement rehab and roadside corrections. Phase three is inside lane, pavement, milling, and final surfacing. And then phase four, outside lane, closed for pavement, milling, and final surfacing. So you can kind of follow through the progress. That will be underway over the next weeks. I have uh, both sections are expected to be complete by July 1st, according to Chris Jesse. And then the other section is mile marker 86 to 91, which is uh, Butler and Grayson County combined down there. So some repaving. If you're if you're headed uh, westbound and you're approaching Clarkson, once you get shut down to the one lane there, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna be limited what you can do for that final five mile stretch trying to get to the Litchfield exit. So I can just tell you from some experience. <laughs> but they they do kind of a little slalom, like yeah. they force you over into the left hand lane. Mm-hmm. And then you get just past the Clarkson over the 224 overpass at Clarkson. And then they slalom you back into the slow lane. Like, ooh, this this could be fun. Mm -hmm. But not so much fun. I I will tell you there are portions of the parkway that definitely need need some rehab. So hopefully they're going to get them during these projects. Governor Bashir reported 751 new COVID-19 cases yesterday and a 2.9% positivity rate. Kentucky has now vaccinated 40% of all adults, and the uh, COVID map continues to look uh, look good. We're, I am now wanting to keep my eye on other states in the country that maybe uh, decided that the pandemic was over and they decided to relax some restrictions. going to be monitoring to see what their numbers do going forward, and I'll be interested to see if our numbers continue to stay uh, in a uh, optimistic trajectory, or Grayson County at eight and a eight point one rating on the COVID map right now, so that uh, is good. Thirty seven Kentuckians currently on a ventilator as of yesterday afternoon, so kind of keeping an eye on that number as well. <laughs> the um, Litchfield felon has been arrested on drug trafficking charges after being caught trying to steal lumber. 
Saturday afternoon, about noon, the uh, Sheriff Chaffins and Deputy Andy Vincent were dispatched to the 6800 block of Lilac Road after receiving information that someone was stealing lumber off of the property. At, uh, they found the suspect's Dodge Ram pickup parked with a trailer full of lumber attached to the truck, and a chainsaw was observed in the bed of the truck. The sheriff uh, went to the front porch of a nearby trailer, knocked on the door. The door swayed open, and the sheriff saw a 30-year-old Thomas Rick sitting in a chair in the trailer. According to the arrest citation, he had no reason to be on, or, uh, on the property or inside the trailer. As he began putting his boots on, the sheriff took control of the boots and shook them, and a baggie of methamphetamine fell out of the boot. Mm. Chaffins and Vincent were given consent to search Rick's truck, where they located about a dozen baggies of meth and you know, charges and lodging. And Usually it's just wow. a snake in my boot. I was going to say, <laughs> there, there's some meth in my boot. <laughs> I was like, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sheriff Norman, not Sheriff Woody. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky lawmakers voted to shield businesses and health care facilities from coronavirus-related lawsuits as they hurried to finish work yesterday before ending this year's session. Abortion opponents approved a proposal seeking to amend Kentucky's Constitution to ensure it doesn't offer protections for abortion rights. The measure will go on the 2022 statewide ballot. Another measure winning final passage in the uh, legislature's closing frenzy would limit public access to some records of judges, police, and prosecutors. Uh, we, there is uh, likely that Governor Bashir will be encouraged to veto that bill. It had some last-minute changes made to it as well uh, that uh, we'll talk about in just a moment. The lawmakers won't have a chance to overturn uh, his veto, by the way, because they're out of days For the session, the COVID-related bill aims to offer liability protections for businesses looking to recover from the pandemic without creating blanket immunity from civil liability. Those protections wouldn't apply if businesses engaged in practices deemed as grossly negligent or as uh, willful or intentional misconduct. Uh, The bill that would limit access to some open records of judges, police, and prosecutors, one final passage from the Senate, but the House had amended the bill to include family members and prevent access to information such as property tax records, vehicle registration, or home addresses. Uh, Obviously, the media and some others are um, opposed to that measure, and they're just trying to tack things on as it went along, which kind of bogged it down a little bit, and now I think the governor is is likely. I think they're going to scrutinize um, what is worthy of a veto and maybe what is not worthy of a veto. But lawmakers did pass a last-minute spending plan to pump money into full-day kindergarten and school construction and to pay off unemployment insurance debts as big-ticket budget items won broad support on the final day of this year's legislative session. They had been... Um, They weren't quite sure what they were going to do with the federal funds that they were receiving as part of that $1.9 trillion relief bill that the federal government did. They, uh, a lot of the, lot of the sentiment was to put it, to park it in a rainy day fund, but the spending plan includes Bashir's proposal to use $575 million in federal pandemic aid to repay a federal loan that kept the state's unemployment insurance program afloat. So, they gave us money to pay back a loan that we owed them. So that's sort of, thank you for this money. Oh, here's this money. <laughs> I don't know that that really improves our position much from the sound of it. The bill also added another 
$50 million in federal money for broadband projects. Lawmakers had already allocated $250 million of federal aid to extend broadband service to underserved areas of Kentucky. The Senate gave final approval last night to another bill that would allocate $250 million in federal pandemic aid for a water and wastewater grant program in Kentucky. Uh, We're also hearing today another $2 trillion infrastructure spending plan from the Biden administration to rebuild uh, roads, bridges, airports, uh, just the infrastructure that we travel. So I don't know if that will sound like there's going to be a lot of money flying around for projects over at least the next couple of years. By the way, on this kindergarten, full-day kindergarten bill, I did not know that the state pays for half a day of kindergarten, but for school districts that have the full day, the school district is responsible for the second half. I didn't know that either, I, I did, did I. not. Um, I, I read that as a footnote to one of those stories this morning and thought, well, that was news to me. I didn't, um, I did not know that. Uh, Kentucky lawmakers yesterday did send a bipartisan election bill to the governor. You know, they've been working, uh, Secretary of State Michael Adams and the governor's office been working along with the legislature to take some of the things we learned from the 2020 election process and uh, bake it into some election reform, which means uh, no excuse, no excuse necessary uh, uh, absentee voting, also early voting available, including one Saturday. And so I think that's, I, I would be, you could, I mean, complete, be completely floored if that were to get a veto because they worked on it in a bipartisan way. And by the way, in a way that kind of makes you, um, hopeful of what can be accomplished when, uh, people on, two different sides of an issue will work together and say, this is for the good of Kentuckians. And so it was a reminder that it can still happen when it seems like there's such a deep divide in the partisanship, uh, not just in our legislature, but in us as people as well. So, um, you know, in compromise, you got to give something to get something. And so that that bill seemed to work out. I I have not heard anyone say that that bill, well, I, I won't say no one has said that that bill is not a good idea. I just personally haven't seen anyone say that it's um, that it's problematic. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron yesterday joined a 12-state coalition in moving to intervene in a lawsuit to defend religious protections for federal contractors. In a lawsuit, a group of states led by New York is challenging a U.S. Department of Labor rule clarifying the scope and application of religious exemptions for federal contractors. Cameron seeks to defend the U.S. Department of Labor rule and to ensure that religious organizations are not disfavored in government contracting. Okay, I don't know a lot about this issue, but it sounds uh, sounds important and sounds like maybe we should get aware of it. Uh, there was also something, and I don't you obviously can't believe everything, every headline that you read in social media. But, and uh, you all may know this, but I was concerned when I saw the headline, and again, I don't know if this is accurate, I hope it's not accurate, that uh, Asa Hutchinson, who is the uh, governor of Arkansas, had signed legislation that allowed medical personnel to refuse treatment to LGBTQ people. Have you seen any type of headline about this? That. That's, if, mm. if that is true, that, I, that, that doesn't seem to me that that's possible in any way. That breaks every rule and right. law. And right, because I first, I first said, what about the Hippocratic Oath? I mean, what about the do no harm? And so, right. I mean, we're, we're kind of caught up into this. Uh, Arkansas seems to be on the forefront of trying to wrangle 
the transgender and participation in sports uh, of you know trying to define those rules and and maybe this is someone just conjecting I, that this is likely to happen in Arkansas, but you can't. I, 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 I wonder if it's medical professionals can refuse the treatment of a transgender transitioning, like giving hormones to an underage or the the actual changing surgeries like is it that type of medical or is it just all out i won't even do cpr on you that sounds those are two totally different things what it does to me is it says we're in for as a as a nation we're in for a whole host of these types of issues trying to sort through however this is going to work out and they are complex and they are, uh, I think people are impassioned about them on both sides of the issues, but it's. Um, that, that could, that just absolutely cannot be. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I again, I'll, I don't see we'll, how we'll do some research be. and look into it and see it, but I just, I, that's why it got my attention. There's no, that, that, that can't happen. That goes against everything. Well, it's like he said, I mean, it goes against the oath that they took. Yeah, you're there to save a life. Well, and the do no harm. I mean, and right. you would be doing harm by doing nothing. nothing. And so, uh, the family of a Kentucky man who was killed in action in World War One is donating his copy of the New Testament he took with him to France to the National World War One Museum and Memorial. Nicole Morton Gesser said that she wants to share the story of her great uncle Arthur Douthat, who was killed by an enemy sniper in 1918 while serving with the U.S. Army. Unbeknownst to his family, his New Testament had been kept safe in a tobacco tin and recovered from the battlefield. Several years after the war ended, in February of uh, 1923, his widow received an unexpected letter from Fred Roebuck of Birmingham, England. Uh, If it's in Alabama, it's Birmingham. If it's in England, it's Birmingham. Uh, It says, in going through my brother-in-law's effects a few days ago, I found amongst them a testament, and inside the cover is a note asking, in case of accident, for someone to return it to you. On the inside cover of the New Testament given to him by his mother in 1904, Douthat had written, in case of accident, will someone please send this little testament to my dear wife, Mrs. Arthur J. Douthat of Stanley, Kentucky, USA. Oh, wow. What an awesome story. So on the battlefield of World yeah. War One and returned, and now it's going to be donated to a museum for Very cool. uh, other That's people awesome. to enjoy. I thought it was a neat story. Stanford rallied to beat UofL's women, 78-63, to advance to the Final Four. So the UofL women's season ends at the Elite Eight. Great season for uh, great season for them, and they carried the torch longer than any other Kentucky team uh, in the postseason. And now the Final Four is set. Gonzaga advanced, and the uh, Jumpin' Johnny Juzangs of UCLA uh, upset the Jawan Howards of Michigan and uh, in a surprising fashion. I, Michigan winning was going to be my only hope in trying to stage a victory in the office pool because I was the only one who had Michigan advancing and uh, playing against Gonzaga. And so mathematically, I think I'm um, I'm going to be eliminated from competition. Sheriff Chaffins and Whitney Carmen both tied at uh, number one. So it'll be uh, it'll be theirs to sort out. So congratulations to them. But uh, and so we got Houston and um, Gonzaga, UCLA, the Final Fours this weekend. So something to look forward to. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Dome. Encouraging us to thank agricultural laborers for their role in growing what we eat. 
Uh, it is Little Red Wagon Day today. It's a national federal holiday if your name is Miranda Lambert, Yeah, I think. Celebrating Little Red Toy Wagon, specifically the ones made by Radio Flyer. And they created the National Little Red Wagon Day in 2016 to celebrate their 100th anniversary. And it is National Crayon Day, a day to celebrate the invention of crayons and the joy of coloring. It's a perfect day to dust off your crayons and spend the day coloring. Misty, do you still have an adequate supply of adult coloring um, materials? I know that for a while you went through yes. that. You were really enjoying that. I do. I don't color as much as I uh, needlepoint now, but okay. I did throw some crayons in the garbage last night because Gemma had left them out, and I realized they're the colors we don't use. They're that ugly yellow-green, mm-hmm. that peachy color, yeah. you know. The white crayon. So I just threw the crayons. Yeah, the they're garbage. harder to use. It's like I'm they're, not they're digging just, out the bucket they go in. They're just, uh, they're definitely uh, challenging. Tomorrow is April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, today is the final day of the first quarter of 2021. So you'll have three months down, nine to go. Now I am, if if I can get a pledge from um, a, specifically the two of you, mm-hmm. But more broadly, anyone within the walls of this building, if I can get a pledge that I won't fall the victim of any of these things, and I'm going to give you maybe some April Fool's joke. Can we just call a truce that none of us, that we won't do these to I one another? I don't pull pranks. I don't like pranks. I don't like a prankster. Nor do I. If you want to get on my nerves, pull a prank. I can't stand it. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Okay. Um, so... so. Just to be clear, I will not be running these pranks on any of you all, and I'm going to trust that you won't be running any no. of them. Because if you disappoint me, then I'll remember next time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, oh, I remember what you what you did last time. I don't mean just the two of you. I mean everybody, period. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm trusting you. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I am entrusting you to behave. First one, you have some... Um, it re- may require some access to your friends' uh, accounts. Uh, you have 437 notifications. Surf to your friend's Facebook profile or your victim or whatever you want to label them as and like everything they've ever posted. I know this one just actually could be fun. Go to their page, just, just start liking. <laughs> just scroll down and like everything that they've posted. <laughs> You should just go and put a sad face on all of their stuff and make them wonder what's happening. Yeah, that's going to take some extra time because, you know, you have to hover over Mm -hmm. it and do the thing. But if you just scroll through and like, 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 then they'll look down at their phone and there'll be a 437 red dot by their Facebook icon or Twitter. Right right before they get up in the morning, right? (laughs) Right before their alarm. So I have one person in mind that I would do this to, and I know what time she gets up. Tag yourself in a whole bunch of your friends' photos that you're not in. Listen, people, mine, I have to review all my tags, so don't bother. Tag other people as you. Tag their pet as you. You can even tag your friend as you. Now, these are actually kind of fun. Right? They'll be spammed with notifications that you're tagging yourself in their photos. There's the unguarded profile. If you work in an office, you may be able to access your coworker's computer while it's logged into their account. You can change your friend's name and profile picture to reference an inside joke. Um, I 
word of warning on this. I think Facebook has limits on the number of times you can, ch- how frequently you can change your name. So just be careful about doing that. You may actually cause some. Yeah, I do not condone this in this building, <laughs> but somewhere else, <laughs> let me know how that goes. Yeah. Because it makes me laugh. Uh, similarly, um, <laughs> go to language and region under their settings and change your friend's display language to Hebrew <laughs> or Mandarin <laughs> or another language that uses a completely different alphabet. You know, if you did it in Spanish, you could pro- they could probably wade their way through, mm-hmm. or even French, you could probably wade their way through to get it changed back. But something like Hebrew or hieroglyphics or it would just like, where do I start mm-hmm. to go and undo this? And then just send them a text that says, Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a good one. <laughs> Go through their page. Uh, this is if you have access, if they've walked away from their desk. <laughs> Friend request everyone in their people you may know list because it's never ending. Oh, like dear. if you go through the people you may know, it'll just add back however many you add. It'll add more people you may know and just friend request all of them. Oh, you may for be friend requesting some of their, their enemies. <laughs> right? You may want to wade into that when you yep. start a war. And then you can change your friend's date of birth to April 1st, confusing. So that would be a real April Fool's joke is you change their birthday to April 1 mm-hmm. so that tomorrow they start getting all these birthday wishes. And so That sounds fun. All right. Well, those aren't too bad. I don't like the prank like you scare me or you leave like, you know, a couple waters sitting in my chair or something. You know, I don't mm-hmm. like I don't like it. Where stuff. are you on the whoopee cushion? Uh, it, yeah. Okay. I would prefer it over you pulling my seat out from underneath me or something like uh, that. Yeah, like, yeah. That just. Yeah. Uh, I saw this headline. Should you buy your child a bunny for Easter? Oh, uh, I, I say can no. So answer this. <laughs> I, you mean I a say, live bunny? Yes. No. I say I say no. Set it free. Let it go. I've done it before. The popular Easter gift that kids seem to never stop asking for is a pet bunny. But there's things to know before you buy one. One, they are more maintenance than dogs or cats. Amen. Because cage cleaning and all that Stinky. stuff. Now, um, the I, I will say that when Taylor was little, she got some Easter pictures made with a live bunny. Sure, great. But. I, you didn't take I, it home. I did not. F- I did it. not fall victim to saying, "Sure, you can have mm-hmm. that. Uh, you can have that bunny." Some bunnies could scratch or bite, making them tough companions for little ones. And uh, just you better be well prepared and well versed. You better do your study before you think, "Oh, how cute this is going to be to get them a bunny for Easter." It is just not a good idea. Just don't. Just don't like that do fish it. at the fair. I've just don't it. win it. Yeah. I've been there. It, it's just not a good idea. Get them a house plant. <laughs> An artificial one. fish. <laughs> Nothing says love like a, a house plant to a kid. They go, oh, great. I don't know if uh, this, it was probably about this time last year. We were in the, uh, we were in hyper gear about the tight spot that KFC was in because we are no longer allowed to lick our fingers. Yeah. Yeah. In a pandemic world, the finger licking good was discouraged. Mm-hmm. So, uh, KFC has been a little bit mm, walking on eggshells the last year to figure out how they're supposed to add, uh, how they're supposed to market themselves if they're not allowed to tell people that they're finger licking good. So what they did was over the last couple of days they have been uh, appropriating the slogans 
of other famous brands. Okay. And then so KFC, you're not you when you're hungry. So they're taking the Snickers. and But then they're tweeting at Snickers saying, we're borrowing your slogan for a few hours. We promise to return it when you're done. I loved this one because they've got a bucket of chicken. They took the Red Bull slogan that said, gives you wings. Chicken (laughs) wings. See? Please don't sue us. That's... That's what the tweet said. Right. I just I think that it was, was a really nice move that. on their part to be able to say, we're going to borrow your your famous slogan because we can't currently use ours because we're not allowed to lick fingers. We have made a formal request before to meet their social media team <laughs> yes. because we love that they only follow 11 herbs <laughs> and one spice. Yeah. That, right? That's right. So I need to meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You need to meet the team. This the team. Uh, like these that. are people I want to meet. Like if I had a last dinner, I would probably invite these people to it. They probably live in Louisville. They're probably yeah, yeah yeah you know they're probably they probably are right up the road. We probably truly could meet them. That's right. And by the way, Jocelyn is correct. Ellie Mae Clampett over there has had every <laughs> type of uh, as a, every type of animal, and she drove a farm car. Yes, morning Brooke. Uh, and and hauled around <laughs> all of her. Hay bales and, and her but, animals and hermit yeah. crabs and. <laughs> but today there's only one cat, right? There better be. Like she tried them all on for size, and the cat has well <laughs> hasn't left. <laughs> I think the cat may outlive us all. <laughs> I don't think it's there because you want it. It's better that I remain silent on it, the subject. Yeah. It just resides there. <laughs> uh, leaves presents for everyone all over yeah. the house, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Illinois supermarket employee saves a baby in a runaway grocery cart. Ooh. A supermarket employee in Illinois is being hailed a hero after sprinting across the store's parking lot to save a baby who was strapped into a runaway shopping cart. So a mom... Was putting her other kids in the car. Oh, it's always a nightmare of mine. Yeah. And the shopping cart, a lot of them are on an angle so mm-hmm. that the water runs away mm-hmm. from the store. And so the shopping cart maybe had picked up a little wind as well. And the baby is strapped in and the car. And so there are people honking their horn that are behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. And so one of the uh, cart wranglers, young man, saw and dropped what he was doing and ran across and just avoided the cart running into a stop sign. Awesome. And I thought that's a great move by this young man. He's being uh, heralded as a hero and rewarded as well by Schnooks, his employer yeah. at the grocery store. It was always a fear of mine because it's like, which kid do you put in first? Which one can you trust in the car by themselves <laughs> while you turn your back? And people want to be critical, but yeah, until no, you're in until that position, there, shut you, your mouth. you don't know. Yeah. Just shut your mouth. I mean, you you've got to turn your kids. back on them at some point. I mean, that's just them. the it just the physics says you got you get, you just you're betting every time on which yeah. one will stand still the longest. <laughs> yeah. When you have multiples. We got to get to a break. We'll come back going to play you pick trivia and then uh, some of you the uh, Sweet 16 is on the way if you're listening to the Moose. The Sweet 16 starts a few minutes from now. We'll tell you more about that coming up here on In the Know.
High-speed internet is coming to Grayson County. Your trusted electric provider, Warren RECC, is partnering with NCTC, a 70-year communications veteran, to bring high-speed internet to more than 7,000 homes and businesses in Grayson County. Visit FiberForGrayson.com to register your interest today. Working from home, virtual schooling, gaming, or simply streaming your favorite show is more important than ever, and Warren RECC and NCTC are here to help. Visit FiberForGrayson.com. When you're feeling under the weather or concerned about your family's health, you want the support of a trusted medical provider who lives close by and is available to care for you and your family. Dr. Gregory Koo is a family medicine physician who is putting down roots in this community. With 22 years experience, he's now accepting new patients in both Caneyville and at Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center in Litchfield. Learn more online at owensborohealth.org slash KOO. Joel Ray's Lincoln Jamboree and Kentucky's finest family-style restaurant will reopen for indoor dining and shows this weekend. On Friday night, an all-you-care-to-eat seafood buffet will be served cafeteria-style, followed by a free bluegrass concert. On Saturday, a dine-in breakfast buffet will be served for only $6.99. Saturday from 4 until 8 o'clock, a home-cooked supper will be served. And at 8 o'clock, the Jamboree reopens with the show of the century, featuring Eddie Miles, current American Idol contestant Alex Miller, Greg Tate, Ricky and Tiffany Lynn Puckett, and so much more. Then on Sunday, an Easter luncheon will be served from 10.30 a.m. until 3 p.m., followed by an Easter egg hunt with 5,000 hidden eggs. That's right, 5,000 hidden eggs. The only thing you'll need reservations for is Saturday night show, and you can get them now by calling 270-358-3545. That's 270-358-3545. It's all happening this weekend at Joel Ray's Lincoln Jamboree in historic Hodgenville. Wow, what a meal and show. On your mark, get set. Wait, this is not a race. When you're driving on Kentucky's roadways, it's not about getting to your destination the fastest. It's about getting there the safest. And you can do that by driving with TACT. The Kentucky State Police are participating in TACT, the Ticketing Aggressive Cars and Trucks Campaign. At the end of the day, we all want to make it home to our families. Just remember, leave space and be safe. This message is brought to you by the Kentucky State Police and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. Any day of the week is great for a getaway. From bustling downtowns to quaint small towns, there's more to Kentucky than can possibly fit in a week. Settle into a mountain resort, set sail on a houseboat, or enjoy family attractions that will actually make you want to spend more time together. Stay close, go far, travel safe. Plan your trip at KentuckyTourism.com. K105 Weather is brought to you by Future Designs Building Materials on Quarry Road in Litchfield. We'll see some of these clouds clearing out as we head into the midday hours. By the afternoon, yes, these clouds will return. Highs today getting only into the upper 40s and the low 50s. We'll watch for breezy conditions through the afternoon. From the Wave 3 News Storm Tracking Team, I'm meteorologist Tawana Anderson. With it in the air, the wind is taking you everywhere, yeah. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Did you know? Scientists say Saturn, the rings of Saturn, will eventually disappear. And I did not know that. Saturn's friends will come up and say, you don't look like yourself anymore. Yeah, right? What'd you're you do? Not married anymore? 
did with you, your rings. Did you? You cut your hair. Are you single? What, what are you doing differently? What What's is happened? it? Oh, your rings. That's mm. right. That's what it is. Now I get it. Lost it makes it makes it makes yeah. perfect sense. Um, so let's see. Let's, Let's listen in. Will be provided by two-time so that's Carl. State that's my that's my pal Carl Nathan. So that's the Sweet 16 live from Rupp Arena. Carl does have a hot mic. They need a sound engineer. You know Carl. You know Carl from uh, Kroger Field, and he says, you know, touchdown Kentucky and first down Kentucky and all that. So let's see. Happy to know that they're on the air. All right, so um, over um, over the next uh, three days, you're going to be able to catch all of the Sweet 16 on 103.9 The Moose. So um, I always wanted to do this, like when CBS does it and they give live look-ins and they say here and they say there, and, and we're going to now take you to – so if you're – this is the moose that you're listening to. So if you're listening to 103.9 or 870 and you want to stay within the know, hop over to 104.9 or fire up the YouTube or whatever. So watch this. See how this is going to work. I think I can do this. Are you ready? All right. So hang on. 